You're listening to What's the Rumpus? Shh. Geeks in progress. Her webpage is whatstherumpuspodcast.com where you can listen to episodes or join in the off-air discussion in the forums. Our theme music is Better Nation by Curious Hands, which can be found at podsafeaudio.com. Submit and vote for stories at whatstherumpus.reddit.com. That's R-E-D-D-I-T dot com. Welcome to another episode of What's the Rumpus. I'm Andrew and Hannah. I'm Matt Ponky. I'm James Barnett. And I'm also four beers in. Hooray! <laughs> Ooh, hold on. Okay, you guys talk. I'm going to go grab beer. And, and I, I also watched uh, Look at My Horse for like a half an hour <laughs> today. I, I know, That's a dog. Two years ago to do uh, do that as a costume. I think this year, or <laughs> 2012 is going to be the year. Nice. For Halloween. I so. want to see that. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? The dog barking? <laughs> and me yelling like an abusive father? <laughs> we didn't hear that part, but thanks for letting us know. Shut the hell up, I'm getting a beer! <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as I get, if I get up and like, if I move too quickly, they're like, oh my god, there's somebody at the door, and they start barking. <laughs> so I was just like, shut up, I'm getting beer. <laughs> so yeah, this is my redneck moment. It's the only time that Ponky moves that fast is to go get beer. Or candy. Or candy. <laughs> candy beer? Oh, man. Oh, oh. So great story. That. great story before we start. Uh, so my uh, my company put me up in this uh, apartment, really nice one-bedroom apartment in this really nice complex. Well, apparently there's some douchebag that lives above me who listens to fucking Tupac and Biggie Smalls on his fucking <laughs> uh, stereo system at top volume at like 1130 at night. So after about an hour and a half last night, I really got sick of it. So I was like, fuck. I went outside and I fucking shut the breaker off on the side of the building. (laughs) (laughs) It took him an hour and a half to figure it out. (laughs) I can hear him up there like, what the hell? Like checking the fuse box. And and I swear to God, the guy wears like concrete shoes because he's like, bang, 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 bang. So I heard him for like an hour and a half running around up there trying to figure out what was going on. I'm like, you (laughs) fucking eat it, you dick. It's Timberlands. (laughs) Yeah. And then I heard him outside like, yo, dog, they shut off the breaker. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Nice. that was that was my uh, was my rage moment for the weekend. <laughs> I would say something about about maybe him listening to the podcast, but nobody listens to this podcast. Kidding me? People we know don't even listen to it. <laughs> Dude, I don't even listen to it. <laughs> Record and done. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, speaking of beer, first story, um, there's a company that uh, has started making a, uh, a beer cooler that uh, blocks uh, unwanted photos from being taken, which is awesome. Yep. So basically how this works is there's a, uh, it's got a photo sensor uh, to detect whether a flash is going off. And uh, if, a, if it detects a flash going off, it has a flash built into it itself that it flashes. So anytime you try and take a picture, there's just a ridiculous flash and it ruins the photo. <laughs> also good <laughs> if you want to give somebody a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? Especially in like a club where there's like uh, like strobe lights and shit. You'd be like, ah! 
<laughs> well, so, it would be se- it would be sensing like the strobe lights instead of like the flash. So oh, it would yeah. just be like shooting this flash off every like couple seconds. <laughs> That'd be great when you're trying to talk to a girl. You'd be like all blinded because this thing's just flashing. <laughs> So. Yeah, I I uh, think this is awesome. This is going to do a lot for the number of uh, duck face pictures that are on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. You have to explain what duck face is. You know those stupid pictures with like blonde skanky bitches where they've got like their their they're like puckering, but they just look retarded and like they do it in every single picture, especially in the club. Oh, uh, yeah, you know what? I will find one. I, I've got. I I don't think that was the right thing. I what? Just, I said the right. <laughs> What, what did you just send me? I think it was... <laughs> James Barnett. <laughs> James Barnett. All right. Hang on. Here we go. Whoa. This is... There. <laughs> oh, you mean the girl douche face? Yeah, the yeah. girl douche face. Also, uh, the link I sent was antiduckface.com, which is totally awesome. <laughs> it's like hot chicks with douchebags without the douchebags. Oh, my God. Oh, but, dude, that 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 uh, website you put on Twitter the other day of that the one gangster kid who fucking texts his. Oh cousin, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> shit was so goddamn funny. Yeah, it is. Hustler the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally gonna be my Star Wars name. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think this is a great idea. And I love the fact that the commercials that they put on here are like all about avoiding the the fact that your girlfriend's going to find out that you were making out with chicks at the club. <laughs> it's not like, oh, you know, don't let your boss see you. It's like, oh, your girlfriend's going to fucking find out you were making out with chicks at the club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, well, I was thinking about this when you were talking about the, the strobe thingy. Um what happens if like everybody in a club has one of these buckets on their table and one person takes a picture? Is it like it's like, it's a, like like a feedback loop? <laughs> that would be awesome. and everybody's blind and can't can figure out how to get out of the building. <laughs> That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> like this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> we could be we could make one of those videos like when they took that uh, that fucking iPhone application that repeats itself. Yeah, it just keeps repeating and like it get it, it slowly works its way up in pitch. Maybe they'll think maybe they'll just explode. <laughs> that would be awesome. What did they do? Put a bunch of I haven't seen that. Did they put it's, a bunch of uh, IMT paint apps together? It, well, it's it's something like that. It's a uh, something that where you see something into it and it repeats it back in a higher pitch, like a chipmunk voice. Oh, okay. um, so what they did is they sent something into one, and then when it went to repeat it, they held it up to another iPhone, and so it it uh, set it higher pitched into the other iPhone, which then set it in a another higher pitch into the <laughs> other higher until it was all it was doing was just screeching loud high pitched noises <laughs> at each other. That is awesome. <laughs> Damn it! Where's the video at? So. Um, the uh, the all, almighty and malevolent uh, TSA might be going away. Um, yes. A- apparently, uh, there the uh, uh, there was a uh, congressional report that came out recently that basically threw the TSA under the bus, uh, talking about how they're incompetent, they're ineffective. Um, uh, on top of the fact that recently one of the the TSA employees was. Uh, arrested for sexually assaulting a woman while in uniform 
Um, the uh, I thought that was their job. There, there's a new bill <laughs> that's been uh, that's been introduced that uh, prevents TSA agents from wearing uniforms that even remotely resemble police uniforms, and they're not allowed to have badges, nor are they allowed to be called officer. Um, nice. Uh, the uh, somebody in Congress actually actually called uh, called it an insult to real cops that they're that they're allowed to wear any uniforms that are even remotely close. Well, yeah, I mean, have you have you seen any of the TSA agents at the airport? They all weigh like six hundred pounds. Yeah, and they all give yeah. them uniforms. <laughs> it's like they spray paint their uniforms on in the morning. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, if if you fell over, your fucking clothes would literally explode off of your body. <laughs> Those buttons are deadly weapons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, also the the FBI is is um, working on changing their definition of rape to basic that's and it's basically going to uh, cause the TSA uh, enhanced pat down to be considered rape and nice. prosecutable. Well, I think it should be. I mean, come on. Have you seen have you seen the pictures of him like giving enhanced pat downs to little kids? It's fucked up. Yeah. Dude, people go to jail for less than that. Yeah. And and then they have to register and I mean, you know, not don't get me wrong, I'm not condoning, you know, child molestation or anything, but I mean people go to jail for less than what these TSA reps get away with touching kids in the airport. It's fucked up. Yeah. Well, I don't like the fact that they're changing laws to be more lenient. That's always a slippery slope, but that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I brushed up against this girl in the club, and now I'm raping her. Luckily, <laughs> the photo was blocked out by Norte Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it, bitch! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> so, uh, HP uh, pulled a pretty awesome move, and... Uh, has declared uh, WebOS to be open source now. Word. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I actually read a story this week at some point. I don't have the link, but I, I read a story that somebody was working on uh, 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 modifying WebOS to work on uh, on a PC. Really? Which is pretty awesome. I mean, I don't know why I would actually use WebOS on a PC when there's so many other operating systems that work better, but... It's just kind of cool that there's that not only is WebOS actually open source now, but there's people that are actually messing around with it. So that's kind of cool. I think it's really cool for the uh, the what is that the touchpad or whatever the hell the name yeah. of the tablet is. Yeah, that's like only ninety nine dollars today. So what? Yeah, there it's on sale again. You can get a refurb one for ninety nine bucks. And, nice. Uh, but with the the OS being open source, I mean that they've been trying to get Android on that thing forever, and the hardware is really nice. So um, I need to scrounge ninety nine dollars up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. To anybody who's listening who is thinking about buying me a Christmas present, that would be perfect. <laughs> and Dude, we, already, no we already went over this. <laughs> Nobody listens to this. Hey, I could wish, damn it. <laughs> Look at my horse. My horse is amazing. Give me a lick. <laughs> Tastes just like raisins. Really? How awesome would that be? That would be amazing. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I was actually just thinking earlier today how awesome how I I don't play uh, MMOs, but I might actually be willing to consider playing an MMO if it was based on uh, uh, Tamriel, which is the Elder Scrolls world. For those who don't know, yeah, that, it would be interesting if they did it like you know, saw first person, basically the same mechanics. Um, yeah, I think it would work actually. 
Like, some stuff would have to be changed, obviously, but I think, like, overall it would work. Yeah. You know the saddest thing about that? I was looking up, <clears throat> excuse me, I was looking up mods for Skyrim the other day, and Curse has a whole section dedicated to Skyrim mods. The number one Skyrim mod is, uh, it, t- it changes all the women in the game so that they have no clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking sad is that? Because you know there's some fucking fat loser... N- you know, nerds are like, oh, man, naked chicks. <laughs> hey, mom, check this out. Is that what they look like? <laughs> you know, down there. It, actually, it's even worse than that because, uh, well, since nobody listens to this podcast, a friend of mine's uh, ex-boyfriend was really into uh, those type of mods. And, like, for Oblivion, they even had stuff where, like, you could rape, like, random villagers and stuff and, like, get points for it. And, like, there's all this, like, BDSM shit that you can do and it, it's really intense like these people basically live out their sex lives through an elder scrolls game that's fucked up <laughs> yeah it's really fucked up <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> I think, but I mean, is is nerdy and as weird as those people are. I think it's if if you take a look at it and you, not okay. I'm not talking about the crazy BDSM sex mods or anything, but the fact that uh, Bethesda allows people to. I mean, basically, they build a game and then they're like, "You can do whatever the fuck you want with it," which kind of goes in line with the whole theme behind the Elder Scroll games is the fact that you just kind of do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. If you want to cheat, that's cool. You know, we give you all the codes and everything to do it, and you can fucking mod the game out any way you want. And, and hey, if it's good enough, we'll actually publish it as an add-on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what's most addicting about the game is the fact that you know it's it's not like there's a company that's like, oh, you can't do this, blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's something that other companies should definitely hold themselves up to, but it's sadly it's a trend that's not going up and to the right. I figured I'd stop talking before we break down into a complete MMO discussion. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I just realized I say SOA before every or every uh, story. So I need. We're gonna to make st- a dr- we're gonna make a drinking game out of it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But um. 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 Thanks. The. Uh, thing. <laughs> thing. It's really hard to to, to get going when you're talking about something when you take away your beginning for everything. Uh, The new annoying smartphone ads that are getting placed in real stores. God. um, There's uh, some marketing agency decided that it'd be this really cool idea if we took this this, uh, thing and put it, uh, attach it to shelves in real stores that emits a high frequency. ultrasonic sound all the time so that it can interact with uh, an app on your phone and then cause your phone to buzz and then show you an ad for some product that's sitting on the shelf there. Um, I'm speechless about this because that's annoying. Yeah, this is the worst idea ever. What that reminds me of is like uh, when that uh, minority report when he's walking through the mall and they're like, oh, hey, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. You you like those khaki pants? Like that's where this is heading. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly what I thought too, yeah. I mean, I I, I understand like tailored marketing, you know, like the fact that when you walk into a store and they know that the last time that you came in and you purchased khaki (laughs) pants, 
that's that's cool and all because it might help you out when you're when you're shopping but the fact that i'm being forced into i'm being coerced into into this advertising model it's not cool like i don't want to walk through a store if i go to a store most of the time when i go to a store i already know what i want and i am beelining it through the store to get everything as efficiently as possible i don't need my phone blowing up in my pocket telling me oh hey chicken wings are awesome yeah exactly i pay for that phone i pay for the service on that phone you shouldn't have to uh you shouldn't have to uh, be subjected to that if you don't want it. Yeah, and it sounds like they're doing it in a way that it just like works with your current phone. Like there's no opt in. They basically just kind of hijack it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm. I would be less incensed about it if you could opt out or if you had to opt in in order for it to work. But I, it, from the way it sounds in this article, it doesn't sound like it's going to be an optimal thing. It's just going to be there. Yep. This does suck. Of course, if you you know root your phone and use a custom firmware on it, then uh, you probably don't have anything to worry about, just like with the uh, carrier IQ thing. Which is exactly what I would do. Word. Actually, I think when I get the Nexus, it's going to be the first time I've actually you know own a phone that doesn't have a, a uh, uh, an open source mod on it. Yeah, but you don't need to because Google makes it. <laughs> Goddamn right. I think that's the best thing about that phone, though. Like, I, I keep saying, you know, there's probably going to be more phones out next year that are going to be, you know, 10 times better hardware because all the quad-core processors are coming out next year. But you don't get the Google, like, completely open-source experience, which where they're in control of the software instead of the carrier. Yeah, but Verizon fucked that up. Yeah, no, they totally did. I With their bullshit with Google Wallet and fucking putting their bloatware on there. I mean, not that it's hard to take it off, but it, it still kind of shits on the whole thing. Well, you know, Verizon is part of a conglomerate that's currently, uh, they're currently developing a, uh, a Google Wallet competitor, right? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. That's yeah. one of the reasons they think that they're not putting it on. I mean, they came out with a statement. They're like, oh, you know, we, we, it's got, we insecure. just got yeah, to figure out a hardware problem, blah, 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 bullshit. No, it's all money. Yeah. Okay. It just kind of, uh, it really, uh, actually, I'm not going to get into that because that's actually one of the stories further so down the line we we can wait <laughs> uh so next story um in last week's lost episode we talked about the so about sopa which is the uh stop online piracy act which is basically the act that's the government has tried to push through to make uh the great american firewall internet firewall like the great chinese internet firewall um and uh so uh, it's been uh, a couple of senators have worked on an alternative to the uh, to the SOPA Act called the Open Act, uh, Online Protection and Enforcement of Digital Trade Act, and they posted their draft to uh, a website called KeepTheWebOpen.com, and uh, they're they're um, it's set up so that you can uh, make edits and comments about the whole any part of the draft that you want. Um, and uh, it's really interesting. Uh, I actually read through some of the stuff, and uh, one of the big things that they did was they 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 moved it from being 
it, it's 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 going after the same type of thing. This you know the whole online piracy and you know uh, intellectual property thing. Um, but in in the open act, the way it works is instead of it being in the hands of the Department of Justice and copyright holders on whether or not this is they need to shut this site down or whatever, um, it falls to the uh, the um, what is it the International Trade Commission. Um, because they already have um, uh, intellectual property experts um, that their whole job is already to um, decide whether or not somebody is infringing on intellectual property per uh, U.S. laws. Um, And and also the other big thing is that there's no blocking of DNS um, because they they decided that uh, that that blocking DNS is is a really, really bad idea because then you have – then everybody's trying to – bypass that block so and it's i we talked about it last week in the episode they ended up not getting broadcast um but uh uh basically all they're doing is they're blocking the dns so so if you go to youtube.com and they have it blocked because of ip infringement um it goes oh you can't go to this website because they suck and they're stealing content and then you know you go oh well hang on YouTube is, you know, 128.162.55.1. And so you type in the IP address and you're at YouTube.com. Um, it's 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 terrible, a terrible idea. And, and it's and they're saying that, that it could cause uh, security problems because people are trying to bypass this this whole DNS situation. Um, but for the most part, this is a lot better alternative than uh, than than the SOPA Act. I I love when when I I, I I summarize something and I do such a good job that nobody has anything else to say about it. <laughs> that was totally it. <laughs> I just don't I don't know enough about it to. To speak to comment, yeah, to speak intelligently. Not that that's ever stopped me from commenting <laughs> on anything. <laughs> I do like the idea of like basically creating, um, like basically a wiki wiki style bill. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, as long as it's moderated well, it, that could be a really good idea. Well, and it's it, it it keeps track of all the all the changes, so so they can go through and say, "Wow, that's terrible. We need to change that back." But. Um, yeah, and and one of the other things that I really liked about about this is that that they do a, a really good job of of um, protecting the uh, um, I, I don't really want to say accused, but the the website itself um, from you know so it's not like it's it's not gonna gonna d- destroy because there's a lot that goes on with like econ- the, the economy on on the internet. You know, and so and so one one of the big things that people had against SOPA was that it was going to ruin commerce on the Internet because, you know, there say you don't like what somebody's doing. You say, oh, copyright infringement. All of a sudden that website's gone. Um, and so they did a lot of work in in the open act to make sure that that, that they're protected so that, that they can't just be like wrecked just because one person says, ah, oh, you guys infringe copyright. So. Take that, RIAA. <laughs> Stuff that in your pipe and smoke it. What are the odds of this actually going somewhere? 
Um, well, considering the, that uh, um, people are so adamantly against SOPA, um, I'm pretty sure that SOPA's not going to pass. Um, this one has a better chance of passing. People people are actually getting <laughs> behind this one. So, <laughs> Sorry. That's cool. I think I could see like little chunks like Homer style. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, awesome. this this has a little bit better better chance of of, of uh, passing because people are the general public is actually starting to get behind it a little bit. Okay. So so this this has a better chance of passing. Um, and I, I to be honest with you, I don't see this really changing anything except for. Uh, you know, maybe like a site here or there that, you know, like if you're going out, out on the internet to find your elite wares, um, it, you might not be able to get it from a certain website because they've been blocked. So gotcha. it'll, it might affect people like, like us, but like the general public that, that uses the internet, it's not going to affect them at all. Okay, so speaking of uh, of SOPA and and the the internet becoming a super bitch to, to deal with, um, I I find it ironic because as of as of recording this, um, this website is down. But uh, <clears throat> ever since SOPA was introduced, um, people have been working on have been talking about um, what's called a a, a mesh net. Um, <clears throat> Which uh, is something that, that that was used in like Egypt during their revolution and Iran, uh, more particularly during their revolution. Which is basically um, when your when your uh, central infrastructure goes down or is being controlled by a dictator and he's blocking access to Twitter or whatever. Um, you can use uh, a mesh net. You set up a mesh net with a bunch of people all throughout the the country, and you're basically sharing internet. Um, throughout uh, the the country on a, on new infrastructure, so then you have some access point, you know, outside of the the old infrastructure that actually allows you access to the things that you're not allowed to have access to, um, and then you just hop on your mesh net and you have access to those things. Um, people are uh, are starting to work on plans for how to set up a mesh net in the U.S. in case something like SOPA goes through. So then you can have uh, have your super secret underground internet and still have access to whatever it is that you can't get through normal internet. That's fucked up. So is it like one huge ad hoc network? Pretty much, yeah. That's exactly how it works. And awesome. and so uh, this website, when it's actually up has stuff about it's like plans for how to build build a, a router to get onto this mesh net and um, how to do things and links to their IRC channel uh, all all kinds of cool stuff like that um, and uh, they actually uh, the way I found this was on Reddit they have their own subreddit so oh, okay. you can go to um, I don't know what it is uh, I think it's mesh net. <laughs> Let's put it in the show notes. Yeah, so there's a subreddit for it, and uh, yeah, and it's MeshNet. So if you go to MeshNet.reddit.com, it's a whole subreddit about building into this MeshNet and doing awesome shit like that. So cool stuff. Word. And, you know, just in case uh, uh, YouTube.com goes down, you can use your mesh net to watch uh, 
a uh, Star Trek uh, mattress commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Nice segue, bro. Which is amazing. (laughs) It's a bunch of Indian dudes pretending to be... (laughs) I haven't watched it yet. Oh Oh my god, you have to watch this. Alright, I'm playing it right now, so... Space, the final frontier. Hi, Captain. You can choose your space with a Serda. Don't cling on to that old mattress. Dual Comfort Serta mattresses let you have softer firm on the same mattress. Boldly dream like you never dreamed before. Beam on board to the side that's right for you. And the dogs set your savings for stunning. Captain, you won't be under sold? Nick it soft. It is so ridiculous. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't think there really is anything that needs to be said about that. <laughs> Long and sleep, you guys. I love that it, that they replaced the saucer on the the Enterprise with with a mattress. <laughs> Dude, I want to watch that show. <laughs> it seems like it would be like that would make a good starship for like a porn remake oh yeah that's a really good idea actually <laughs> oh james just got excited <laughs> stars <laughs> yeah i really don't think there's anything else that needs to be said about that it's just awesome as it is yeah <laughs> thank you indians for making fucking uh, awesome stuff on the internet <laughs> it kind of better. reminds me of what was that uh the the montgomery furniture or whatever oh it's the uh, mini mall <laughs> Yeah, that one. <laughs> Free market. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That was way more awesome. <laughs> Free market mini mall. Yes. All right. Thank you. Mini mall. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? It's just 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 like, you
That's a nice beat. Wow. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like a minimal. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, Siri, um, Matt Honan uh, on Gizmodo wrote an article about how Siri is Apple's broken promise. Um Basically, what he's talking about is the fact that he is a super Mac or super Apple fanboy and how he's never been disappointed in Apple until they released the iPhone 4S and how big of a disappointment Siri is. And how he basically what he's talking about is is, uh, um, Siri is still in beta and it's the first time that uh, Apple has ever released a product in beta because God forbid, you know, you, you actually go through your full uh development cycle before you release a product um the reason reason i submitted this is because when um when when they first came out with the 4s ads and they showed siri i mean that was basically the the center point of that whole commercial i was you i i hate apple i hate how closed off their fucking os is and i hate their products but one thing about apple is it works it just works that's kind of always been apple's motif yeah you know android's a little bit more bleeding edge that you get stuff but it might not be perfected Mm -hmm. and it might not be refined but apple's it might come out later but it works just as it's advertised and the the one thing that i said before the 4s came out was i was really excited to see how siri worked because apple's always been very good about delivering on their promises and that was kind of the reason that I, I brought this article up was because I think it's the first time Apple's actually not followed through on, on one of their applications. Because, I mean, if you watch the commercial, the fucking Siri looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And it just, I mean, in, in some instances, it's worse than, it's worse than, uh, not that, not that the, the, um, the voice commands on Android are bad. I mean, they're, they're a lot better now than they were originally, especially with the uh, the Nexus coming out. But um, in a lot of ways, Series is just, it's a really, really big step back for Apple. Oh, yeah. yeah it doesn't work half the time. Um, my whole family got iPhones, um, iPhone 4Ss, before they came down to visit me in Austin. And they tried to use Siri, like, I don't know how many times, and every single time it failed. Excuse me. <clears throat> Well, and that's funny because I had uh, I have an iPhone four and uh, I had Siri before they uh, before they turned it off, which is something that pissed me off. Um, and Siri worked fine for me. You know, I could ask it all kinds of stuff, and it would actually come back to me with you know a pretty decent answer. I mean, like to the point where you'd be like, "Hey Siri, tell me," or you know, you'd be like, "You find me." Find me the best sushi near me. And it would go out and it would come up with a top 10 list of all the sushi restaurants uh, near you in order of uh, their rating on Yelp and then their distance away from you. I mean, and, and it worked. It worked great. And from what I'm hearing about, about Siri on the iPhone 4S, which now is like it's an official iPhone or Apple product, you know, um, it, it, it sucks. I mean, when, when I had it, it was still from, you know, the, the company that came up with Siri, which was, I don't know, it was some independent developer that came up with Siri and and put it together on the and released it on the iPhone and then Apple bought it and incorporated it into uh, the iOS but only for iPhone 4s and uh, they it, it seems like it downgraded it because because it worked really well for me on my iPhone 4 
and it, it just it's 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 di- disappointing to see. And also, I'm pissed off because I had an app on my phone and they just shut it off. Said, nope, you can't use it anymore because you don't have an iPhone 4s. So go spend eight million dollars to get a new iPhone and, yeah. and use our product so that you can get this functionality back. Well, and the thing is, is this Siri was like, I mean, that was the fucking selling point for the 4S. I mean, really, what else is there in the 4S that's the, that the uh, that the 4 doesn't have? Right. Well, I mean, it's the, only, like- the only thing was, oh, hey, Siri, you know, oh, man, it's the big thing. And it was like, okay, that's the only thing you came up with for the 4S. And, well, it was and like when, when the 3GS came out uh, a couple years ago, their, their big selling point was that it had a compass. <laughs> and Android phones have always had compasses. Yeah. It's like, yep. it's like, well, you can get this this phone. Uh, it's it's a little bit faster. It's it's able to go a little bit faster. Um, but look, guys, it's got a compass. You can tell which direction you're facing. It's like big <laughs> fucking deal. <laughs> Oh, and doesn't also have, we, doesn't have a barometer in it. Yeah. Well, it just, right. and then they did the same thing with that too. And it was like, it was like, oh, well, we released all these really cool apps for the iPhone 3GS that 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 you can only get on the iPhone 3GS. Um, they, you know, technically they would work fine on the 3G, but since you didn't go out and spend more money on a new phone with the 3GS, uh, you don't get to have them. So there's a separate iOS for uh, the 3G that there is for the 3GS. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> and they say that, and they say that uh, Android is fragmented. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing I got to. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to get on my Android fanboy soapbox here or anything. <laughs> but uh, I mean, if you take a look at uh, like Gingerbread, you know, the the OS that's on the major portion of all Android phones now, and you look at it in comparison to Ice Cream Sandwich, it's just completely. I mean, they completely just reworked the entire operating system. It's not they were, like they were like, "Oh, look, here's some fucking you know new feature." You know, we're just gonna re- we're just gonna rehash everything and add something new in. They completely went through and redid the entire the entire system, the way it looks. I mean, from from the way it, you handle context to the way your I mean, every application on the uh, on the phone looks to the fucking font. I mean, it just it's. It, I, I look at I look at where Android went from gingerbread to uh, to ice cream sandwich, and then I look from where the iPhone went from iPhone four to four S, and it was just a a massive disappointment. Yeah, not that yeah. Apple's not always a massive disappointment, but <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. it was just it was just funny to me to point out the fact that Apple completely failed on something. Because they're always, yeah. you know, everybody's like, oh man, Apple's, oh, you know, it works, it just works. Well, guess what? <laughs> an Apple fanboy even says it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not an Apple fanboy, damn it. <laughs> I just like their products, some of them. I just realized that uh, the that the link that I wanted to talk about earlier wasn't in here. So since we're talking about Android, I'm just going to kind of segue into it real quick, even though it's not on the list. All right. Um, when we were talking about uh, Verizon completely jacking up the uh, the, the whole uh, Galaxy Nexus, there was an article about how um, the, you know if Google's kind of gone back on their whole methodology behind the Nexus because when Nexus originally came out, it was supposed to be 
um, you know, it was supposed to completely change the way that you bought cell phones. It was, you know, it was like, you know, snubbing your nose at the, uh, at the whole, you know, go to, uh, go to a cell phone company and pay out the nose to fricking buy a, a phone on contract. It was, you know, fuck that. Here's a phone that's available for every network. It's pure Google. There's no bullshit from any carrier in it. And, you know, screw them. You don't need to fucking sign a contract. You can just buy it right out and get it on whatever carrier you want. And it, it went from that in the Galaxy or in the uh, the original Nexus phone to now they're strictly going through Verizon at least in the beginning and Verizon has cut out one of Google's cutting edge apps which is Google Wallet and managed to weasel two of their uh, their Verizon apps into the phone which yeah I don't know what is just completely it just completely goes against what they set out to do in the beginning, which was completely revamp the way people buy cell phones. I mean, if you go back to the original mission statement for the Nexus program, that was it. And it was it it you know when you I didn't really think about it like that in the beginning until I read this article and it just really kind of shown to me in, in, in this especially in you know with them changing the dates and making changes and you know fucking with this and adding that it's just. Verizon has completely fucked the Nexus uh, branding and uh, program in my mind. I, I totally agree. It's it's a bunch of bullshit. But you know they kind of have done everything right everywhere else except the U.S. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it basically, I don't know what the deal is. Like basically, the Nexus brand has been on almost every carrier. So I don't know if like Google wants to try it out on every carrier and see how it goes because it's been on T-Mobile, it's been on Sprint, it's been on, uh, and now it's on Verizon. And I don't know if they're just like trying to play the field and they're going to try everybody out and see which company or which carrier is going to be the best. Obviously, not Verizon. Well, but, yeah, um, no shit. They, uh, like the the European launch was you know was smooth and it's open and everything just works but you know capitalist America. Um, kinda, well, I don't even think it's that because when I mean T-Mobile had the the Nexus phones and they did a beautiful job releasing it everything worked they didn't try and fucking stick all stick any apps in it, it was just here here's the phone have fun mm-hmm. but Verizon is you know oh no we've got the phone we're gonna release it in this date well no we're not oh wait we're gonna change that day we're gonna change it again and again and again and again and again. And then, I mean, they still haven't even they still haven't even officially announced that they're that they're releasing the phone, and it's what a week before it's supposed to be let. It's just, I mean, in terms of of marketing, what's supposed to be the biggest uh, Android phone of the year, they're just doing a terrible job of it. And I don't think they're ever going to get another exclusive Google phone because of it. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember the Open Moco? Hmm? No. Okay. No, I have um, no idea what that is. Okay. Uh, Open Mocha was a company that, that decided – it was when the iPhone first came out. They said, this is bullshit. This phone is too locked down, and uh, it's way too goddamn expensive for a phone. So they, they came out – or they were working on a phone, a platform. It is the hardware and, and the software, the OS and everything. Um that was a it was a um their price point was like uh two hundred dollars they were trying to make a two hundred dollar touchscreen phone at the time that the first iphone came out and uh their big thing was is that they weren't going to ever do like an exclusive contract with any cell phone provider so um 
it, uh, unfortunately, it never came out. But um, that was that was the thing. That was like the big thing was they were like they're like we're not gonna be you know we're not gonna kowtow to any provider and we want to make it uh, unsubsidized. We want to make it affordable to anybody and uh, we want to make it uh, as as uh, close to uh, what the iPhone does as possible. Well, and that's what the original Nexus program was supposed to be, and it was, it was it was exciting because it was Google, and if any if anybody could basically stick it to the man per se, the man the man being cell phone companies and the whole you know carrier uh, the the whole carrier model of of buying phones, then it would be Google because they have you know an order amount of money to do it with, and it, it started out great, and I think this I don't even think that the the uh, the Nexus S was that bad, but I think the Galaxy Nexus just took a huge nosedive. I mean, and I don't think it's Google's fault. I think it's Verizon's fault. They just, I think what happened is Google got so far in bed with Verizon, and then Verizon went, oh, hey, by the way, we're doing all this crap, and we're doing this, and oh, if you don't want, then we're just not going to release the phone, and, you know, what are they going to do? Yeah, they probably already signed the con- the exclu- exclusivity contract, and exactly. then they started changing their plans. I don't think it's. I honestly don't think it's Google's fault, but maybe that's just because I'm. I like Google a lot more than I like Verizon. <laughs> but it just doesn't seem like something they would do. No, I think. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of smoke and mirrors there. Especially if you look at you know, one thing that sticks out in my mind is the whole. I go back to the whole Google Wallet thing. You know, Google basically came out and said, "Look, Verizon asked us not to put it on the phone." That's all they said, and then Verizon says, "Oh, we don't block applications. You know, we're uh, you know we're we're just we're, we're taking it into into consideration, which basically means we didn't block it. We just asked Google not to put it on there. You know, <laughs> right. technically it's not blocked, but it's just not on there. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a play on words, and I, I just have a feeling that Verizon is you know taking their own interest in it instead of actually giving customers what they want, which is the the Nexus experience. Oh man." <laughs> All right, now I'm going to step off the soapbox I wasn't going to get on in the first place. Okay, so um, this uh, this week there's or this week. Wow, I've had way too many beers. Uh, <laughs> Rick Perry completely dropped the ball um, and completely, and he didn't uh, register RickPerry.com. Somebody else got a hold of it and uh, redirected it to uh, Ron Paul's website. Um, <laughs> but since I found that on the internet, um, it's they they sold the the domain or or whatever, or they lost the the domain because now it's just a it's a parking page. But for a while, you could for go to sale. you could go to RickPerry.com and it would go to Ron Paul's campaign site, which was totally Rick Perry, awesome. Rick Perry is the. Uh... The, the asshole that hates gays, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's a Texas he, governor. <laughs> he, he, he hates gays while wearing the same coat that Jake Gyllenhaal wears in uh, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Are you and serious? the music in the background is composed by an op- openly gay composer. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Hang on. I, I saw a picture earlier today. I'm going to try. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a moron. Nobody, nobody likes him. I don't know how he's gotten elected so many times. He's been governor it's here like three years or something. Yeah, and he's like, I can't stand gays. Most of Texas is like, that's awesome. Let's vote for that guy. <laughs> All right, here you go. Well, 
proof that he's wearing the same. Well, it's, it's Heath Ledger, but still. <laughs> Suck it. Wearing his gay jacket while he's talking about people not letting gays in the military. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Go Rick Perry. Since we're on, since <laughs> since we've talked about Rick Perry and we talked about Skyrim, check this out. Yeah, I saw this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit I'm a Nord, but you don't need to be a Stormcloak to know that there's something wrong in Skyrim when elves can live among the civilized, but our kids can't openly worship Talos. As the Dragonborn, <laughs> I will end the Thalwar's war on humankind and fight elvish attacks on our freedom. Talos made us strong. He can make us strong again. <laughs> nice. So, uh, since we're talking about Skyrim again, <laughs> have you noticed how much the uh, I used to be an adventurer like you? <laughs> I'm yes, the of the knee. Yeah. How big that's, that's become. So that's a me- that's a meme now. Oh yeah, dude! I saw a picture of a girl who got a tattoo of an arrow sh- sticking into her knee the other nice. day. <laughs> and and the p- title of the picture was "I used to be an adventurer just like you." <laughs> oh my god it's it's so, like, I love the internet I just point that out yeah. because they take the most obscure thing like a line that's repeated in a video game and take it and just blow it completely out of proportion and that's the kind of shit that I do but I think in my head you know no one else in the world does that but then there's the internet and there's just full of people like me who take the stupidest little things and fucking blow it way out of proportion <laughs> and it's awesome Skyrim soldiers, why you know get better knee arm. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be an alien like them until I took an arrow in the knee. <laughs> I used Just to give f- a fuck that I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> it's that dude from uh Yeah, from the aliens history. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that picture, by the way. Yeah. For some reason every time I see that it reminds me of Don Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this week in uh, Oh Japan, You So Crazy. We have a picture of what apparently what (laughs) Japanese people think of of Santa Claus. um, Because Santa Claus is is a demon. Um, American Christmas devil, to be exact. Yeah. (laughs) That bitch is crazy. He he has his stomach in a sack and... uh, Poison gift liver. uh, Also a fat man face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It's so creepy. I like how his uh, skull, like the ball in his head, like is part of his skull. (laughs) celebration bowels <laughs> what's up with the creepy fucking uh like elf centipede looking thing i think he rules his stomach, stomach. I, I <laughs> bitch i rule you <laughs> oh my god i mean are you greeting pancakes <laughs> oh my god i love japan <laughs> and he's got a can candy cane for a foot well yeah like you do like you do yeah japan is weird but awesome at the same time because without Japan, this kind of stuff wouldn't exist. It's true. We wouldn't have. We would be one last segment on this show. That's true. <laughs> and there would be so much shit on the internet that just wouldn't be funny. Yeah, that's true. 
so this week in research news. Um, some research was done, or a study, if you will. Oh, Lord. Um, on London cab drivers uh, compared to the rest of us. Uh, and apparently, uh, London cab, cab drivers have significantly different brain scans than everyone else. Um, and they're attributing it to the fact that, that uh, cabbies have to memorize routes and street maps and a lot of rote memorization type stuff. And uh, what, what this is actually proving or what the researchers sought out to look for was um, – the fact that, you know, they always say that, that, that your brain, you know, it's constantly changing and, and modifying itself when you're a kid. But then once you become an adult, your brain's pretty much set in its ways and it's not going to change. And you are what you are kind of thing. Um, teach an old dog new tricks. Exactly. And what this, uh, what this scan or what these scans are showing is that uh, you can teach an old dog new tricks. I mean, you know, you get somebody, you put somebody into a situation where they have to do like rote memorization, or you have they have to do something else, and their brain is actually going to change itself in order to adapt to that environment. So interesting. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and to to round out uh this week's episode uh an epic fail uh the mythbusters ended up uh shooting a cannonball through somebody's house and minivan <laughs> yeah dude not just through so not like it went through somebody's house it blew like 700 yards like it went through a whole neighborhood it 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 went it blasted through the front door rolled up the stairs blasted through the wall down into the driveway and through the minivan Wow, <laughs> what was the myth they were trying to bust? I, I don't, I don't know, but uh, apparently we'll find out in an upcoming episode of MythBusters. <laughs> they uh, were supposed to be shooting like water barrels or something, and something happened where the 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 like the angle was wrong or something, or it accidentally fired before it was ready, and the, it missed it missed the the barrels by like an inch and went up, and so they were they were like a bomb range, right? So you know how there's always like a big hill, you know, to prevent yeah. bullets. Well, it must it hit the top of the hill, and because it had such so much force behind it, it just basically ricocheted off the top of the hill and like launched out into this neighborhood, and then basically came through this house and like just just tore through like everything in its path. <laughs> Which I'm so, dude, I w- was watching the story and. All I could think about is if I had been there like, and shot that cannon off, I'd have been like, oh, my God, we probably just killed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, you know, you you see all those, uh, you know, like historical or well, not historical films. But if you watch like uh, you know, what comes to my mind is like the Patriot when you see that the cannonballs like ripping across the battlefield, just blowing people in half. Like it's not like somebody's gonna get injured if it hits them. Somebody's gonna get completely maimed and <laughs> just a like one per one one minute a person's there and then the next minute they're laying in two pieces in the middle of the street. Right. That's so, not like a, that's not a small lawsuit coming your way. That's a 
uh, shut the network down kind of lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. So uh, after after that happened, uh, Adam Savage and Jamie, Jamie Heideman went around, went out to assess the damage. And they like went to went around the neighborhood and like shook hands and personally apologized with every person that they came in contact with about about this big fuck up. So, you know, at least they're trying to smooth things out and not being like, well, we don't know what you're talking about. It was an accident. You, you know, they're like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Our <laughs> bad. Get in their cars we totally and fucked the other up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I, uh, uh, Mythbusters recently has been running their, um, they've been running these like best of episodes. And it's like um, they're, they're, one of the things they were talking about was one of the episodes was like the top 10 places that they are no longer allowed to um, film at or something like that. And one of them is somewhere right near where they were doing this, where they went to a bomb range or whatever, and they were blowing up some C4 and they uh, they overestimated how much C4 they needed for something, and they <laughs> blew up a fuck ton of C4 and ended up like shattering windows in the nearby town, and uh, and they were like, oh crap, and so so they made uh, um, Carrie Byron, the girl on the show, they made her go into town and apologize to everybody because <laughs> because. A, she's a girl, and B, at the time she was pregnant. So they were like, nobody can get mad at the pregnant girl. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. So she went that into the, awesome. the town and she was like, oh, sorry guys, we didn't mean it. Don't hit the pregnant lady. I'm pregnant, it's all my hormones. <laughs> that is awesome. So that's the rumpus. Is that the rumpus? That's the rumpus. I just I'm dying to find some time. Newspaper conservation can't believe his intellection can't believe his words are true. But I'm a lost critic that the words escape out of state. That's not really true. No Skyrim, no! <laughs> <laughs>